Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach to Coach Radio, and this is going to be an interesting one, everybody, so make sure you got paper and pencil ready to take some notes. This is going to be good stuff. Today on the show, we have Barry Cohen with AdLab Media Communications. Welcome, Barry. Welcome. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to get updated. What's going on at AdLab Media Communications? Well, what we're doing at AdLab is working with coaches and consultants to help them become thought leaders, perceived thought leaders in their industry. And how do we do that? We do that by helping them create and promote their intellectual property. Now, um, a lot of coaches out there really struggle in this area. They know they know some stuff, but they have a difficult time of getting the folks they're trying to um, get as, as clients to really appreciate how much they know. So how do you work with a coach to get kind of some of that intellectual property out of their head and in either into a book or an audio book or whatever form you help them kind of repurpose it into? Yeah, great question. And that's exactly what we do. We, we get it out in as many possible ways as we can because people are consuming their content on multiple platforms. So there's a variety of ways to do it, Lee. So one way, of course, is if you've got somebody that really can take it and run with it, you know, we'll just work with them and, and polish their work and take it from good to great. But then, as you said, not everybody can do that. Some people struggle. So one of the ways that we can do that is, of course, ghostwriting. I call it collaborative ghostwriting. And what we've found to be successful is today, again, with technology, we will interview somebody like you're doing with me right now on Zoom. We'll record the audio, right? We'll have Zoom process it, and then we'll run it through transcription software. And then we'll take the speech-to-text transcript and edit that and create a book from it. We're actually doing that right now. So that's one way, right? Um, you know, other ways are, of course, uh, you know, giving people just the, you know, guidance and the critique and the handholding. But here's what people need to know. What, what coaches need to understand is that, first of all, there's still a great cachet to publishing. I like to say that publisher perish is the new business mantra. You know, in academia, that was always the mantra. If professors didn't publish, they didn't get retained, tenured, promoted. But it's fast becoming the standard in business. If you think about it, all the business leaders, you know, love them or hate them, Donald Trump, um, Jack Welch, the late CEO of, of GE, um, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, the rich dad, poor dad, real estate guy, Guy Kawasaki, they're all authors. But again, you don't have to be famous to be an author. In fact, it works the other way around. The authorship will help you to become famous. So, yeah, again, it's not as daunting a task as you think. I have one coach right now that is doing it where I, I would say the tail wags the dog. We're first creating the articles and the podcast, and then we're compiling that into a book. All right, I've got another one that has done a course and now is sending me the transcripts of the course. And I'm turning that into a book. So, you know, think of it this way. Everybody knows somebody whose kid wants to be the next American Idol, right? So in order to do that, they need three things. They need airplay, they need a record deal, and they need public performance. It's the same thing with coaches and consultants. You need public speaking engagements. You need product, 
the book and the intellectual property and you need publicity. And that's where we come in, right? It's, it's not as daunting a task as people may think. And, and again, today, getting published, the barriers to entry have come down. You know, you no longer have to have, um, you know, a big legacy publisher behind you. There's a lot of great self-publishing options out there. Uh, and again, technology, for example, print on demand. You don't have to have a garage full of 5,000 books. Today, every single one of our clients' books is printed, bound, and shipped as ordered. So they have no physical inventory to maintain. Now, um, you mentioned a word earlier, and the word was famous. And a lot of folks um, think that that's the objective, is to become famous in some manner. And my counsel to people in this regard is you just want to be famous to the people who hire you. Like, you don't have to be famous to the world. But if you're a, a coaching dentist, you just have to be famous amongst dentists. You know, you don't have to have the same strategy as somebody who wants, you know, worldwide fame. You just want Absolutely. fame in your yes. niche. And it's uh, so true. So now how do you kind of help your client understand that? Because then when your audience is kind of um, has more parameters like that, then everything becomes easier. The marketing becomes easier. Everything, yes. uh, the writing becomes easier. You can go kind of inside baseball and talk really the minutia of what you're doing and, and show deep depth in your knowledge rather than kind of general, generalized content that most worldwide famous, you know, people have that it's not really specific it's just general kind of life advice yeah lee you hit the nail on the head the, the key word is audience i always tell all of my authors all my clients that you have to start by defining defining and refining your audience to really understand exactly who they are when you know who they are and you know what interests them then you know how to write for them you know what the tone should be you know the style that you should use and you'll also know then who to promote it to and we will know how to help them find the, that audience you know in other words where does that audience live what content do they consume you know uh, what publications do they read you know what programs do they listen to or, or watch and you know, and, and that's what it's all about. It's all about shaping that. Uh, you know, I, I can't help but emphasize again the importance that if you want to become the expert in your space and not just a practitioner, publishing will help you get there. It will raise your profile and credibility and make you that perceived thought leader in your arena. It also will help you to attract speaking fees and higher speaking fees if you're a published author. Um, you know, again, I, I did this myself. So whatever advice I give, I'm just following the path that I took myself. Right. And that's one of those things where when you have a, a speaking opportunity, you can include and everybody gets a book. And, you know, if I'm going to go and uh, do training at your uh, at, at your office, everybody gets a book like you can build this into your pricing into your offerings. Exactly. And, and there's still a great cachet to being a published author. And again, the very definition of publishing has changed. So, you know, let's clarify that for a minute. The book may become the centerpiece of what should become a whole product line. You know, somebody very wise who's done a lot more books than I did said to me early on in my, uh, you know, publishing journey, he said, you don't make your money on a 1295 paperback. And it's true. Most of us that are writing are not writing in order to sell a million books. But what he emphasized to me was the importance of building out the product line. And I'll explain what I mean by that. 
you take the book, and as you said before, the keyword is repurposing the content. So when you have the book, the ebook, the audiobook, the podcasts, right, the live speak engagements, then the CDs and DVDs of the live speak engagements, you know, eventually you're going to have Lee in a box for $200 instead of $12.95 for one paperback. And while you sleep, you sell a couple of those and, and you're certainly making your money. But again, in, for the most part, people are using this to attract attention to them, not necessarily to, to generate income from it. Uh, it's to, you know, to get people to notice them and, and to hire them. Uh, and, and, you know, let's go back to what I said before about, you know, those three things, you know, the public performance, the, you know, the product and the publicity. Each one of these feeds into the other. So if you've got a book, right, you get speaking engagements. And if you get speaking engagements, you get publicity around them. You get publicity and, you know, because you're getting media attention, then right away, you're the star, you're the expert, you're the person up on the dais that, you know, that knows what's going on. And then people are attracted to you to do business. And, and we've proven this, you know, we've had clients that have become very successful and, and they were never published before. Um, some of them hadn't even done public speaking before. Uh, we've got a couple of them that, you know, we've gotten really good media coverage because part of what we do is to shape that product so that it stands out from the rest. You know, I'm, I'm known for coming up with, with titles and, you know, don't let anybody tell you, you don't judge a book by its cover because you do. You know, how many seconds are you going to spend looking at a thumbnail on Amazon before you decide if you're going to buy it? If you walk into a Barnes and Noble and you look at the spine of a book, how long are you going to look at it before you decide to pull it off the shelf? So, you know, part of that is I bring a marketing perspective as an advertising guy to publishing. I look at the book, you know, as a product. I look at the, at the author as a product that has to be marketed. Right. And everything has to holistically work together so that um, you get the most bang for your buck, because all of this, it is an investment of time and resources in order to pull this off. Now, let's take uh, I'd like to go down a couple different paths. Sure. Let's go. I'm a, I'm maybe say I'm an executive and I just got laid off and now I'm going to be a coach. OK, so I'm kind of unknown. I don't have really a body of work yet, but I, I believe in what you're saying. I believe what you say is true. So I I don't really have a pile of content other than, you know, I know a lot of stuff, but it's still just kind of, you know, uh, not on uh, paper and pen, pencil yet. So how do you work with me in my path? Like what would my journey working with you look like in order to get some of this, the brilliance I have out of my head and then launch me into the coaching world? Yeah, excellent question, Lee. What I usually do is I have a... Um what I call a thought starter questionnaire. And I'll send that to people. And if they're serious, they'll take that questionnaire and they'll answer those questions and then share their answers with me. That questionnaire will become the basis for an outline. And then the outline can be fleshed out into a book. And then, as we said, the derivative works can be, you know, backed out of that. You know, we've taken excerpts from clients' books and turned them into articles, turn them into blog posts, turn them into, you know, guest columns and guest, you know, posts. So that kind of an engagement where it's kind of starting from a uh, kind of blank sheet of paper, what's the time and like a ballpark of the cost to get me, you know, a finished product and now on my way, like some escape velocity? Okay. Yeah. Good point. Um, provided the back and forth is, is timely, right? You know, we're each 
sending work back and forth to one another because I'm I'm going to be critiquing it and shuttling it back to you and and you're going to be then you know revising and sending it back to me provided that you know that rhythm is in place it shouldn't take more than you know in most cases 3 to 6 months to have a finished product depending on you know how much content we're talking about the weight of it i mean i've you know i've done books that are 150 pages i've done books that are 450 pages but it shouldn't be that daunting it should really be let's say you know a 3 to 6 month at the outside um, process in some cases even less we just did one for a stony brook university professor recently uh who does um uh, process improvement. And he moved through it in record time. I, I believe that we probably did it in under three months. And in, in terms of cost, again, depending on you know what we are working with, if we're working with a draft that just needs to be taken from good to great, you know, it's one cost structure. If we're taking something from ground zero, as you described before, you know, and, and basically pulling it out of your head, you know, then it's a different arrangement. So again, to not be evasive, to give you an idea, you know, let's state it in ranges. Generally, if somebody sends me a draft, right, that just needs to be improved, you know, we're looking at, at some, not in the stratosphere, you know, something in maybe the two to $3,000 range uh, to complete it and have a, you know, ready to go manuscript. Uh, when it comes to something that, we have to do really a lot of handholding. And like I said, either, uh, you know, either start from nothing, develop the outline with them and flesh it out. Or, uh, as I said before, do the, you know, the zoom brain dump, then, you know, we're more likely to, to want to do a, a monthly retainer. Uh, we don't do hourlies cause it's a blank check. I like to have it predictable in that case, it's probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of, maybe a thousand to 1500 a month. And usually that's completed again within a six month time frame or less. And then so at the it, end of the day, the person, their books on Amazon or their books exist. Well, it's, it's okay. not. So, so this takes you to the, to the point of having a completed manuscript. Now to go from there, then they have to decide, we'll give them options. They have to decide, do they want to use one of the self-publishing programs out there? Right. So there are turnkey services that can do everything from designing the cover to, um, you know, uh, setting the, um, you know, formatting the interior of the book to getting the ISBN barcode to putting it up on Amazon. So those services, usually if it's a color cover, black and white um, interior book, those services usually range around maybe give or take $700 one time fee. And, and that's done. Um, now, on the other hand, if, it's a book that we feel is really worthy of it. We now have our own publishing imprint. And if, you know, if we put it through there, then it's not self-publishing. They're not paying for it. And then it's, it's more traditionally published at that point. Yes, but by a small independent publisher, but it's more traditionally published. Correct. And then, so the elements that I'm hearing are the creation of the content. That's one, you know, maybe the first phase of the launch or the rocket ship then you have the actual kind of distribution through uh, an Amazon or a publishing firm of some kind. And then the third part would be the uh, publicity and the marketing around it. Correct. Exactly. And, right. so and pub publicity and, and promotion is, again, usually done like a standard PR firm on a retainer basis. You know, we'll establish, again, a predictable fixed, you know, retainer for a period of usually six months. 
And then the author can reevaluate and decide if they want to do any more or not. And that involves doing everything from, you know, uh, collaboratively drafting press releases to uh, coming up with a target media list, again, collaboratively, to us aggressively pitching and following up. You know, just spam it out there and, and leave it uh, until we get an answer. And it takes usually six touches before you get a yes or no from a media outlet. Right? And there we're soliciting everything from book reviews to articles to feature stories to excerpts of the book. Right. So then, I mean, so the bottom line, end of the day of this, it, it's like golf. You know, you can spend as little or as you as much as you want on your clubs, right? Uh, so it's the same thing here. Like if you do a lot of the work and if the author does a lot of the work and does a lot of the legwork, it, it's definitely in the thousands. If you want to do the whole white glove hands-off thing, you're talking tens of thousands, ten, twenty thousand $20,000 at the end of the day. Yeah, but probably not more than that. It's Like I said, it's not in the stratosphere. It really isn't. Right. Which, I mean, I think that anybody that is has a practice or uh, is coming from corporate, that number shouldn't scare anybody. But, right. that, and but it's, it's just it's good that you go ahead. It's good that you mentioned that because, you know, it's the perfect vehicle for somebody transitioning out of corporate and, you know, into consulting and coaching. Because so many people that are going into that space don't have an entrepreneurial background and, and they're going to need that extra rocket fuel to make themselves credible. And what they have to realize is that when you hang your shingle out, you're starting all over again. doesn't matter what you did in corporate. People are still going to look at you and say, but what can you do for me now? Right. Like when you had um, Deloitte.com at the back of your email address, you were getting people returning your call. But when it's, you know, BobSmith.com, uh, not so much. And that's a right. harsh reality for a lot of corporate people. Uh, I think they think that they still have the same cachet when they had the corporation behind them. Yes, it, it's true. And, and, you know, I just dealt with somebody recently that was in that position. And he thought that he was going to go after the same size clients that he did before. And I said, no. I said, those folks already have uh, McKinsey or Booz Allen Hamilton, you know, on retainer. I said, you know, you've got to, you got to move down a, t- a tier. Right. You got to earn your way back up the ladder under your own kind of umbrella. And that's where exactly. the book is so useful. Now, um, we've been talking about people from scratch. What if, uh, and I would imagine this is good advice for anybody that is maybe a year or two out and, and sees like, uh Oh, you know, there's a reorg in my future and I might be laid off at any point now. It's probably a good idea for that person to start a blog, I would imagine, so they have some content. So when they do get laid off or they retire, they already have kind of a framework or a, um, you know, kind of some content to pull from so they can accelerate this whole process. And so you're not creating a book or a, a concept or a course from scratch. You're already kind of developing the bones of it. Do you work with folks at that stage you know, to help them kind of plan out, like maybe to come in and say, okay, we're not going to do much work here. Just strategize and say, okay, you know what? In two years, you want to retire. Why don't we build at least the, you know, the scaffolding now and start get you working on some of this without my help, but I'll just give you some guidance at the earliest stage. And then you go off. Then when that time comes, then we reconnect back again. And then now we're going to ready to take this and then compile it and repurpose it. Yes. You know, the, the answer to that is a simple yes. You know, I have worked with people that way and we can work with people that way and, and we will work with people that way. And, uh, you know, we'll also give them some of the hacks and the shortcuts, so to speak, and, and give an idea. Okay. Here's, you know, 
you know, here's a podcast platform that you can start on. You can take your blog post now and, you know, and turn it into a podcast. Um, you know, we'll, we'll give them some, you know, general direction on, uh, you know, like how to, you know, how to position an article so that it's going to resonate with, you know, with an editor or producer or reporter. Uh, yeah. We'll, you know, we'll give them that kind of a launch pad. So um, now if somebody wants to learn more about your offering, uh, get a hold of you or somebody on the team, what's the best way to do that? And well, email is publicist740 at gmail.com. And they can look at the website, publishingmentors.com. And I can give you a phone as well. All right. Uh, daytime phone on Eastern time is area code 973-580-3534. Good stuff, Barry, and congratulations on all the success. You've helped so many people, um, you know, take their practice to the next level. Thank you. That's what we do. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 